0: Good morning, everybody, good morning. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for your warm welcome this morning, but even before today, it means the world to me. So thank you for your kindness. Our family is so grateful to be joining the King Avenue family today. As a matter of fact, my husband was just asking me in the hallway, when is the new member class? I'm ready. <laughs> so we'll, we'll, we'll get him all situated soon, won't we? <laughs> we are very grateful to be part of this church family, and I know that Lauren and Pastor Andy feel the same way. We are all so excited to be here. We are privileged to follow such wonderful leaders Pastor John and Colleen. And not only them, but Grace and Atha. Oh my goodness. He's amazing, isn't he? Reverend Linda Middleburg, Don Wallach, Stan Lang, and the list goes on and on. Wow. I'm humbled. I am humbled, and I ask for your prayers. I ask that you pray for us as we move into this time of ministry together, and I thank you in advance for doing that. So, just a little bit about me. I grew up just north of here in the Mohican State Park area. Anybody familiar? You've gone canoeing up there, I bet, and hiking and swimming. Yep, that's where my mom still lives, as a matter of fact. I have two older sisters, Chris and Laura, and so there are three girls in our family, and I am the baby, and they still never let me forget it. (laughs) I'm 54 years old, so stop trying to work that out. (laughs) There it is, right there, right there. Not a problem at all, I'll let you know. I am so thankful for my birthdays. I love my birthdays. I am grateful for every year that I live. And so my prayer is that I not only gain years, but gain wisdom. And so I am grateful for those days. We grew up in the country, my sisters and I. And we grew up before Wi-Fi and the Internet and cell phones, gasp, (laughs) Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We were the era of recording via tape recorder Casey Kasem's top 40 every week. Any of you do that too? Yeah, I know, right? Exactly. You had to press play and record on the tape recorder. That's. I know that's 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 how old I am. There you go. And then my sisters and I would pass the tapes around to each other, the cassettes. We would share. Of course, I'm the youngest, and so I really didn't get much playtime with those cassettes because they would always take them first. We also used to collect cartoons out of the newspaper. We made our own fun, that's just what we did. And so when we would get the newspaper, uh, we would always take the comic section and we would cut out the comic strips, my sisters and I, and and we would pick which one we collected. So there's peanuts and Family Circus and those. And mine ended up being Love Is. Love Is, who remembers the Love Is cartoons? Anybody remember those? Those, uh, I know, don't really go looking for them, they're not really. They're not really that great, (laughs) but it is a memory from my childhood. A woman actually by the name of Kim Caselli from New Zealand was the originator of the Love Is cartoons, and she had a very complicated life journey, if you read a little bit about her. Some of those cartoons would make you say, oh, so sweet, so sweet. So they always had these little phrases, love is dot, 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 and so something like this, love is... A game changer. Aw, that's nice, right? Aw, that's one of those awe sweet ones. Or, or love is counting your blessings. Yeah, I like that. But then some of them make me grimace and make me even think to myself, "Are you kidding me? How did this even get published in a newspaper?" <laughs> now I look back on it; it was majorly sexist. Certainly not inclusive. Here's one that will make you grimace. (laughs) Love is never having to say you're sorry. No, thank you. (laughs) Friends, if you think that's what love is, let's make an appointment. (laughs) Let's visit. Let's visit. (laughs) I, I think where those cartoons went wrong was the simplicity. Because we already know, don't we, that love is not always that simple it's just not always that simple it has many facets to it the scripture even in the original greek the new testament contains four different kinds of love many of us already know those right the phileo the eros love agape sergio all those different kinds of love just for that one word in the original greek And may I say this to you today, the church is the same. The church is beautiful and complicated, isn't it? Just as love is beautiful and complicated, so is the church. So today we are starting a new series. And it will last throughout the month of July. And it is entitled, Church Is... So today, I want to proclaim together the title of this sermon. It's listed for you already in the bulletin. I hope you've already seen the title. But um, I, I think it's important we speak it together. And in my opinion, this is a reason to celebrate and rejoice. Ready? Church is for everyone. Thanks be to God. Amen. This draws us to our gospel lesson the one that we heard just a few moments ago, and especially the woman who was so desperate, so desperate to touch Jesus, not only just to touch Jesus, but to touch something that was touching Jesus, right? She touches his clothing. I wonder what it was like for her in the marketplace as Jesus passed by. She must have been so desperate To have to come out to touch Jesus, to come out of her hiding. Remember, 12 years, 12 years in isolation, 12 lonely years. She spent hemorrhaging and searching and searching for the answers. That statement alone tells us so much. Because of her condition, Jewish law tells us that she would have been forbidden to go to the worship place. Also, she would have been forbidden to be in fellowship with her friends for 12 years. Uh, We can understand just a tiny bit of that from the last year and a half or so, can't we? The painful isolation not being with the people we love so much, not being able to visit, to see them face to face. It's hard. And so she must have heard somewhere the stories of Jesus. And so he passes through and she finds him and she touches his cloak and she is healed and she knows it. She knows it right away. She feels the change. And she confesses it at the feet of Christ and he says the words that she needs to hear daughter your faith has made you well her faith made her well that's what healed her her faith made her well doesn't maybe necessarily shock us that she broke the rules to be there because she was desperate. The surprise in this story is not really the woman. The surprise in this story is the response of Jesus. That is the surprise in this story. Your faith has made you well, he says. Just in that act of reaching out, Here is the truth in this scripture for us today. It's significant because we need healing too. That's a bold statement, isn't it? We all need healing too. And I mean every single one of us, me included. We all need healing. We somehow can resound with this woman. We hear her story and it becomes our own. Some of us connect with her because of physical need, some illness we may be grappling with. Some of us can connect with her because we need healing from the pain that has been inflicted upon us, maybe by the sin of others. Some of us can relate to this story because we have created our own struggle and we need to be healed from the mistakes we've made and the choices we've made that were less than stellar. We live in a fallen world where sin abounds. And where sin abounds, we will become wounded. And unfortunately, we might wound others. We need the healing of our Savior again and again and again and again. Here's the best way, the easiest way to say it. Sin wounds, Jesus heals. That's it. Sin wounds, Jesus heals. We need to sense the presence of Christ as we reach out to hear his words of faith. I hope you can hear those words of faith today for yourself. Your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Your faith has made you well. We must have the courage to reach out, to touch that garment. She was so courageous, and she gives me hope for myself. In those moments when I need to have the courage to reach out and receive the healing touch of Jesus myself. Church is for everyone. Church is for everyone. I think we can agree with that. I find it sad and even frustrating that there has been so much pain, so much wounding done in the name of righteousness' sake that some need to be courageous just to sit amongst us. That is so, so sad and hard and frustrating because church shouldn't be a place that you need courage to come to. It should be a place of respite and peace and joy that fills you up. But in this case, I truly am preaching to the choir, aren't I? Yeah, because this church is known for being just that kind of place. One of the very reasons I am so happy to be part of you. I shared with you for the first time this past week some of my musings in the wonderful uh, past uh, history of uh, Pastor Keeney. And so uh, as part of my musings, I mentioned this series, and I asked you to participate, if you will, with me in that. Churches, and I want to hear your opinion. And, and, and I want to hear your honest answer to that. Because church has not always been a kind place. But we want to make a difference, don't we? We want that to change. We need that to change because church is for everyone. So feel free to continue to respond to me. And that will also shape uh, the, the, the pathway we take through this series as I hear more and more from you about what you see church is. A few years ago, I encountered a song that really changed the shape of my theology. Have you ever had those moments when you encounter music or a reading or a poem or, or, or even a, a, very, a powerful scripture, something, that and you go, wow, that just shifted something in me. Something shifted in there, and, I, and I, I see things differently now than I did. It was uh, years ago. I think I'm going to guess here. uh, If you start to look for it, I I think it was 1996. Uh, It's a group entitled the Lost Dogs. Group called the the group is the Lost Dogs. They're kind of like a Christian indie band. Kind of it's it's just kind of the folks. I don't even know how to describe what their music is, Uh, but but I like it. And they they wrote this song that really what they're known for the most is this song, and it's called Breathe Deep. Breathe Deep. And I'm going to share with you a few of the lyrics, and I'm even going to teach you the chorus. The lyrics will, um, I suspect, have the same effect on you that it did on me. At first, you kind of gasp and you go, what? Why are those people all in the same list together? And and then as you move along, you start to go, ah, I get it. Because God's love is for everyone. And the only hope for our world, the only hope for us is if we reach out to the hem of his garment and we understand what Jesus was trying to say and we gain peace and love and and strength from Christ. And it's so important for us to get that and, and to understand and receive that healing. So let me share with you uh, some of the lyrics of this song I won't I won't share all of them But I will teach you the chorus for sure Because it's catchy And it's going to be good for all of us So here's the first portion Politicians, morticians, Philistines, homophobes Don't tune me out yet Don't tune me out yet Skinheads, deadheads, tax evaders, street kids Alcoholics, workaholics, wise guys, dimwits Blue collars, white collars, warmongers, peaceniks It's kind of like a little bit of a rappy sound to it and then here is the chorus.
1: Breathe deep, breathe deep the breath of God. Breathe deep, breathe deep the breath of God.
0: Let's do that together.
1: Breathe deep, breathe deep the breath of God. Breathe Breath of God. Suicidals, rock idols,
0: shut ins, dropouts, friendless, homeless, penniless, and depressed, presidents, residents, foreigners, and aliens, dissidents, feminists, xenophobes, and chauvinists.
1: Breathe deep, breathe deep the breath of God. Breathe
0: gays and lesbians, demagogues and thespians, the disabled, the preachers, the doctors, the teachers, meat eaters, wife beaters, judges and juries, long hairs, no hairs, everybody, everywhere.
1: Breathe deep, breathe deep the breath of God. Breathe God. That is our hope.
0: That is our hope for a better world, a better place, for us to make a difference. I am so thrilled to be on this journey with you as we breathe deep together the healing breath of God. Amen. Amen.